Blogglespot 220. War Eagle, this is War Bloggle. It is January 22nd. It is a Tuesday. It's 12.02 in the p.m. It's 46 degrees outside. It's 8 degrees hotter than it was just not too long ago. And Auburn has a basketball game tonight, and I didn't realize it till this morning. I guess I was just stuck on this typical Saturday-Monday rotation that we had for years. Once SEC Network started, they threw in some t- a lot of Tuesday nights, they, and almost to the point where Auburn was played almost every Tuesday last week rather than Wednesday. Uh, it's almost like Wednesday is now the, the rare night. Usually there's more Tuesday night games. Um, so... Auburn is playing South Carolina tonight. So, but before before we talk about that, let's go back to Saturday. I know we don't really want to talk about it, uh, but Auburn did lose a very very hard fought game to Kentucky. Um, hold on, I got to fix something with my audio here. I can hear myself talking. Uh, there we go. Um, so yeah, Auburn lost by two to Kentucky. They were down by seventeen in the second half. Uh, if you can, if you're listening to Periscope now, please uh, say something so I know it's it's working. But, yes, uh, Auburn was losing by 17 in the second half. Came back, actually took a one-point lead with uh, around a minute to go or a little bit less. Kentucky got fouled, as they always do, and made their free throws, as they typically do. Um, Auburn was – it was back and forth. I think Auburn might have gotten down five or seven in the first half early. Uh, but then – Kind of it was back if you know three or four point deficit most of the first half, and then Kentucky hit some three pointers. They hit one until the final minute of the first half, and then they hit two, and it and it made the the deficit seven at halftime. And it just felt kind of like oh well, that was fun. Kentucky's warming up. I never felt like Auburn should lose. I mean Kentucky's a good team. There's it's not like they shouldn't beat Auburn, um, but I just felt like. The home. I said this all last week. The home crowd, all of that was going to bring us back. Well, start the second half. Kentucky goes on a 10-2 run. So I want. I think it was 18-2 run total between the end of the first half and the start of the second half. Auburn got down a lot. It was bad. Going back and forth. Not back and forth. Going from a 17-point deficit to a 12-point deficit. And it would kind of get down to six, and then Kentucky would hit a three. Then it got down to three, and Kentucky would hit a three. It just kept going. It's like any time Auburn came back, crowd was going crazy. It was packed. Kentucky would always hit that three. Uh, that white guy, the guard, just always kind of shut everything off with his free throw at the end. Um with his three-pointers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, just anytime something good happened, it was like, all right, here's Bryce Brown's 800 three-pointer. Oh, well, then that guy goes down there and nullifies it with his own. Uh, but the game, I was going to, if Auburn won the game, and if I'm too loud, let me know. If Auburn won the game, I was going to actually write a, a review about a basketball game for probably the first time in six years. Um, and say that Auburn was not going to win that game without needing to come back from a lot. Uh, you know, Alabama beat Kentucky earlier this year, um, and Alabama is not better than Auburn. Alabama is not better than Kentucky. Uh, but Kentucky went into that game. I think it was a might have been a Saturday. I'm not sure. Kentucky went into that game knowing they were playing Alabama, probably in a three-fourths full uh, stadium or arena. 
Uh, and, you know, Alabama gave Kentucky what most teams that know that they shouldn't beat Kentucky. They give them the best effort they've ever had. The crowd, while it may not have been at capacity, was in it like crazy. And Kentucky probably didn't take Alabama as seriously as they should. So they slipped up and let Alabama beat them. That wasn't going to happen at Auburn. They knew that they were playing a team that could beat them, a team that has beaten them the last two times before this game, before this year. Um, And they knew that they had to bring their best game the entire game, and they did. Kentucky played very well. That somehow had more turnovers than Auburn, which it didn't feel like it uh, because we had a lot of passes across the court that got tipped and intercepted and all that, and it just felt like, we were making those mistakes more than they were, and apparently we had they did a few more than us. But it back to my original point. I, I feel like Auburn needed to be down and needed to be that little team that could for a little bit. Because if Kentucky and Auburn were playing together as the good teams they are, it was going to go back and forth, and a few shots went in at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half that kind of gave Kentucky a little – gave them a, a, a pretty big lead. And I feel like Auburn needed Kentucky to let down a little bit, and Auburn needed to play with a little bit of that, hey, we know we're good, we got to show it kind of thing. They instead needed to be kind of almost like, like I said, that little team that could, that team that had to come back, that team that maybe isn't as good as Kentucky, but should have, but has to play the best they can to do it. Not That's not what they are, but they had to feel that way. And then Bryce Brown didn't miss a shot in the second half, uh, Jared Harper hit a, a time, very timely three to take the lead, um, and it felt like it was going to happen. It felt like those old Auburn-Kentucky games where we were just pumped to be close. And I think Auburn needed that for this game because there was a lot of – like last year, Auburn was better than Kentucky at that point in time at least. Kentucky ended up one ahead of Auburn in the last ranking, which I just was reminded by the other day. Uh, but – Last year, it was just kind of a Auburn's better than Kentucky. It was hyped, but it wasn't like Saturday. Saturday was like one of the most hyped Auburn basketball games I've ever seen. And I think that put a lot of pressure on Auburn. Kentucky's into that all the time. They Every single place they go, they get the, the hardest crowd to play in front of for that team. So I feel like there was a lot of pressure on Auburn. Didn't hit a lot of shots at the beginning. Neither did Kentucky, really. But we didn't hit a lot, many threes. Malik Dunbar finally came in and hit a few. Uh, But Auburn needed to be down to be able to win that game. Auburn needed to appear to be the lesser team to be able to come back and win that game. Because if they were going to try to go blow for blow with Kentucky in in that atmosphere, with Kentucky knowing that they had to play their best too, it was going to be up for anybody. And at that point, at that in that case, Kentucky made some shots around halftime on both sides of it that put them ahead. I mean, if Auburn hits a few of those threes at the beginning, the place goes nuts and the game's over. But they didn't, and it was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and it was two really good teams. One of the best games I've seen if I'm just watching it. I mean, for that comeback, for Bryce Brown to hit all those threes, hit all those shots, that uh, alley reverse layup that – uh, Dunbar hit was one of the best things I've ever seen at the time. I mean, I went crazy on that. Horace Spencer 
playing with four fouls most of the second half, getting his head busted open, going putting on the the new uniform, hitting that hook shot right when he came back in the game. I mean, I was ready for the new – we have the legend of Reggie Sharp, but I was ready for the legend of Horace Spencer. I mean, I had all these tweets ready to go, and uh, they had to go away. But I think I, I was going to tweet Bryce Brown as my dad at one point, but he's not, obviously. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it was just a game that Auburn lost against a good team. They Auburn could have done things better. Yes, they could have had less turnovers, less tipped passes and all that kind of stuff. Um, Anthony McLemore did not have a good game. I feel like, you know, he would tell you that right now. He had fouled out. And I'm pretty sure he had no points. I know he had no points with four fouls. And then he fouled out about 28 seconds later. Um, just a tough game. I mean, and that's because of the size of Kentucky. It was tough not having Wiley, which I didn't feel like Auburn was going to lose just because they didn't have Wiley. Um, Auburn plays fine without him in there. He does help, but they play fine without him in there as well. Um, so I just kind of felt like, you know, Anthony is not a big. He's tall and he's big, but he's not a big. Kentucky's big. Uh, what was his last name? Travis or whatever. I mean, he was huge. He made Horace Spencer look small. And every player they had was a foot taller than the player we had on the court, it seemed like. Every position we were defending. Jared Harper's guy was a foot taller than him. Bryce Brown's guy was a foot taller than him. So, that's why we fouled out. That's why we had so much trouble down low. Because their, their bigs were bigger. But still, Auburn should have won the game. Could have won the game. It was just, It's just like Ole Miss... Uh, NC State, maybe not Duke. I don't know. Auburn did not play well, and they lost by two to a team that's ranked number eight now. Ole Miss, Auburn played terrible, and it was still mostly close to the second half. They pulled away at the end with all the foul stuff. NC State, Auburn played the worst game they've played all year, and they lost by what, six? So it shows you what Auburn has, but it's, it just seems like when they play bad, it's really bad. Um, but it's still the game is still close. So anyway, tonight we have South Carolina. Bruce said the other day that South Carolina is actually more physical than Kentucky, so that kind of scares me. But I don't know. I mean, South Carolina has always been a tough team with Frank Martin there. Um, you know, Auburn beat them last year. They lost to him in Columbia. That's when Anthony broke his ankle, and then they beat him the last game of the year to win the SEC regular season championship. They were the outright SEC regular season championships, regardless of what the fans of the current number one team in the nation want to tell you, because Auburn beat that team. So the head-to-head was there and, and decided who the championship was, who the champion was. Uh, but you remember last year, Auburn was down like 12 points against South Carolina at home and probably the biggest game that had been played there in a while for the championship. And I ended up having to come back, and they ended up winning. But Frank, and they've got almost everybody back. Um, Silva and, and all those guys. Um, trying to think of the that one guy who seemed like they were, he was there for 400 years. He was He's not back. But everybody else is. And they were 4-0 to start the SEC. They, they had the second worst record in the SEC as the overall record. They were 9-7 and last week. I remember when I looked it up. But they have four wins in the SEC. Uh, they did end up losing this past week to LSU, I think. Um, so, they're not a great team. They play hard, and it's on the road, and Auburn just lost, and they don't have Austin Wiley. So, there are reasons Auburn can lose this game. I think Auburn's an eight-point favorite, which for a road game, 
makes them seem like a 15 point favorite really in basketball uh to so um i don't know it's it's just one of those games that yes auburn's the better team just like the Ole Miss game. Auburn's better than Ole Miss. I know everybody got on Ole Miss and they were hot and all that. Uh, but then Ole Miss lost the next game after us against LSU. Maybe that's – who did South Carolina? Who beat South Carolina? I don't know. Um, hey, I can look it up now that I have a Google machine in front of me. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just going to be one of those games where is Auburn going to have the shot and are they going to get in foul trouble down low because South Carolina has bigs. And good ones, uh, so it's just one of those games. It's it's not a um, it's not a question of well Auburn's got to play their best to beat them. No, they don't. They don't have to play their best. They just don't need to play their worst like they did against Ole Miss and NC State. Um, let's see, South Carolina. They are four and one in the SEC. They're nine and eight overall. They're six and four at home, which is pretty bad. Um, and let's see, who did they lose to? They lost to LSU by 22 at LSU. They beat Vanderbilt by three. Vanderbilt's not that great. They beat Missouri at home by 10. Missouri's not that great. They beat Mississippi State by five in overtime, and they beat South. They beat Florida in Florida by two. So they've got some decent wins. At Florida's decent. They beat Mississippi State, who is still ranked. In overtime. So that was somewhat surprising. Then they beat Missouri and South Carolina. Whatever. And then they lost really bad to LSU. So, as I look at their schedule, I'm reminded that the Big 12 champion, big SEC Big 12 thing is next Saturday. And Auburn's not in it. Um, it's not a disrespect thing. I think they just rotate. But Auburn hasn't been in it the last two years. Remember, they beat Oklahoma um, two years ago. Was that part of it, though? I don't think that was part of it, actually. That was no, that wasn't. That was pre-conference, whatever you want to call it. So, games tonight at five thirty Central. Kind of weird. That's good. Get it over. Go ahead and get it over with. Win the game and and have a fun night. But it again, it's just one of those games that Auburn is going to have to play their game and outslug the you know the typical road excitement. Hey, we got a ranked team coming in, kind of thing. Oh, by the way, Auburn is still ranked number 16. They dropped two spots after losing by two points to now the number eight team. Doesn't make sense. Auburn was 14. Kentucky was 12. They lost by two points. So I'd say they're probably ranked where they should need to be, right? Or if Kentucky, if that makes Kentucky so good that they're now in the top 10, Auburn should have moved up. But unwritten, unwritten ranking rules. And please tell me that rankings don't matter. I love to hear that because that's what I'm arguing is that rankings matter. No, what I'm arguing is... If you're going to rank, do it right. If you're going to give people this power to put numbers by people's name, by teams' names, if you're going to boast that it's number two versus number four, do it right. All right, we have a question from Kit Copeland, 51, on Periscope. Do you think Samir getting going could help some of the inconsistency consistencies when they're not hitting threes? Samir is very up and down. Like, one game, he's awesome. He's everywhere. Against Kentucky, he did hit a three, but he, I don't know. He's very, he can be very good, but defensive, he's kind of off defensively every once in a while. I don't know. I like him. It, it is kind I don't know who would start over him, but I am somewhat surprised that he starts. Um, not to say he's not good. I mean, I like him. 
He's he's good, but he is kind of up and down. So in terms of inconsistencies, I think he is inconsistent. Uh, I mean, who's going to – Anthony could play over him, I guess. Well, Anthony's starting now because Wiley's out. Malik could play over him maybe. Malik is just – he is the quintessential six man that Auburn has always seemed to have. Like I compare him to like Jordan Granger uh, – Lucas Hargrove, anybody remember that name? Even though he may not have been the sixth man, but he kind of reminded me of one. Just that guy who's like, you always wonder why he doesn't start. Like, he's one of those guys that does really, 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 really awesome things. And then every once in a while, you'll be like, why'd you do that? You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you can tell he wants the ball every time and wants to take every shot. And he's just one of those guys that he kind of almost seems like a a liability to give him the ball because you know it's never coming out of his hands. But he does really good things. He did take a really dumb shot near the end of the game, and Bruce got on him at the Kentucky game. Kind of did like a turnaround something with nobody on him at all, and it didn't really make sense. But maybe that's why he doesn't start. But, you know, he, he hit those threes at the Kentucky game. Talking about Malik Dunbar. Hit those threes to get us started, to kind of get them going, hit two in a row. He, he's one of those guys you really like. I remember him last year, kind of, he didn't have a great attitude. I sat behind the bench one time, and he wasn't playing, and everybody was up in the huddle, and he just sat on the bench, and one of the assistants tried to get him to get up. He wouldn't get up. He, so he's like a very emotional guy. You can kind of see why Bruce doesn't have him starting because he does seem like a semi-liability, but he's very good. Uh, McCormick could maybe start in his place. I don't know. I mean, he plays in there. He plays with Jared in there in a while. McCormick is really good. He is a very good ball handler. He drives. He makes really good falling away shots. Um, maybe he's just behind Jared, and that's why he doesn't do it a ton or get to do it a ton. But he is really, really, really good. He's just small. Maybe that's what it is. But he has made some really good shots. There was one game, I can't remember what it was, but Jared wasn't playing well, and he came in and scored a lot. Um so, yeah, Kentucky was a winnable game. Like I said earlier, for those just now joining, it was one of those games Auburn had to get down to win because the hype was so much. Kentucky was playing like they knew who they, they were playing a good team that they weren't going to go back and forth and beat Kentucky. They really needed to kind of get Kentucky in a 18, 17-point win. 17-point, not deficit, um, just get them in that lull and then come back on them. South Carolina, Auburn should win, but they've got to hit shots. Duh, but you know what I mean. you got to hit shots when basketball games. You got to, Auburn has to hit the shots that they make, that they can make. They've got to hit 10 three-pointers, and they've got to be able to take those long rebounds and get down there and alley-oop and all that kind of stuff. they got to play fast. We don't need to slow down and try to run plays on the half court because we don't do that well. We just need to hit, get Bryce open, let him hit a three. Get Chuma open, let him hit a three. Let him drive. Chuma's the best player on the team. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. He just has to do it. He has to go with it. I'm not taking any way, anything away from Bryce Brown. Bryce Brown is the best shooter on the team. Uh, what's his, I can't think of his name right now. Jared Harper is the best ball handler, distributor, not maybe a handler, distributor and shooter and smartest guy on the team. But Chuma is big, can drive, can hit threes. He's the best player on the team to me. 
and he needs to do more. And I think Bruce has said that a hundred times. The players have said that a hundred times. Dude, just take the ball and go. So, we'll see if that happens tonight. Glad the Saints aren't in the Super Bowl. Um, I was pulling for Chiefs-Rams, which used to be two teams that I absolutely hated. I used to hate the Rams. Um, and then the Chiefs I liked because of D4, but let's not talk about that right now. Um, all right, I think that's going to do it for today. Didn't have a lot of interaction. Maybe it's because I took a few days off and people forgot about it. Had a lot of people in here. Thanks, uh, Kit Copeland, for your questions. Um, yeah, it's freezing outside. Maybe that's why people, nobody's in here to talk. I think I might start doing these at night or doing two of them because lunch doesn't seem to be the greatest time for people to interact. Not that I have to interact. I Obviously, I can sit here and talk about all this stuff all day, and I used to do that in the car anyway, but we'll see. Give me some love taps, and we may do this tonight, maybe after the game if if the schedule works out correctly and if Auburn wins or something crazy happens. I don't know. Bloggle spot number 220. Done. War Eagle.